Literally Just Filler with Caleb and Rachel. Hello. <laughs> My name is Rachel and this is Literally Just Filler. Me and my co-host, Caleb, sit in a booth and just talk about anything that comes to our mind, don't we, Caleb? That's right. We've uh, decided to come together and just do a podcast, truthfully, about things that we like. Uh, Rachel and I get along, we've got along for a while, and we share a lot of similar tastes and things. And we thought, you know what this world needs? Another podcast. Another podcast. That's right. And here we are doing a podcast. Uh, Yes, but we've got themes. We've got themes, okay? Weekly themes. Themes And uh, this podcast is going to be dedicated to a specific one. And this week, we are going to be talking about the new animated Disney hit. Yeah, 2021 film, uh, Encanto. Encanto, that was released in Australia on Christmas Day. uh, Yeah, yeah. 100%. I saw it on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, What is your opinion on Encanto? Look, I... When I first watched Encanto, uh, music composed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah, the first time I watched Encanto, I would say it wasn't Disney's strongest story. I still don't think it's a strong story. Yeah, I don't think it's a strong story. But as far as, let's say, the last seven years in Disney movies, I would say it's one of its better ones. Oh, big time. Yeah. The music... I would say it, this is the first time I've thought of the songs as like Renaissance Disney songs, mm. like classic, you know, kids are going to be... Singing this into their adulthood. Yeah, or, you know, playing some of these songs maybe at their wedding or something like cool. We Are With A Whole New World and all that. What are your thoughts? Uh, personally, if, to get it out of the way, I am facing Lin-Manuel exhaustion. Oh, yeah, fair enough. He is in bloody everything. Uh, I've got kids, and um, I've seen Moana to death. Yep. Right, and I absolutely adore um, Hamilton. I think it's one of the best musicals I've ever seen. This is a person who's kind of not really into musicals before. Like I like them. Yeah. But I wouldn't go. Wouldn't have gone out of my way to go. I got to see this musical. Yeah. Thanks to Rachel, that's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now one of those big. Freaking musical nerds, and uh, I've listened a lot now. Uh, so, you know, Hamilton scratched an itch that, yeah. that needed scratching, and it, un- it unlocked something inside of me. Yeah, deep and dark. Yeah, and you went. It started your deep dive into musical theatre, big time. Yeah, and uh, no, I'm a huge fan now. Yeah, bit over Hamilton though. Yeah, uh, bit over Lin Manuel's voice yeah. and his writing stylings. That doesn't mean this is bad. I think Encanto is fantastic it's, in terms of its music. Yeah, very much so. Um, he's done something to actually steer himself away from... The Hamilton and the, in the Heights. And, and Vivo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that style. was hard to watch, I tell you. Uh, but no, I think he's uh, the music that he's written uh, with uh, the, star, the crew and the staff of Encanto just blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say when I first watched Encanto, I did feel the Lin-Manuel effect. I was like, oh, my God, this does sound like Hamilton. But as I said to Calum, uh earlier on in the week, it is a Lin-Manuel musical, so it's going to sound like him. But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. What, what really blew me away with Encanto that I thought was better than, I would say, 
Frozen and even Moana was the animation was astounding. Yeah, well, it's the Disney crew, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, that's what I liked about this movie. It made me feel like I was watching that old Disney magic. Yeah. Uh, you get what I mean with that? Like, kind of. Like the, the Little Mermaid. Uh, truthfully, okay, what was the last hand-drawn-ish animated Disney film? Hand-drawn? Yeah. I, mean, I know what it is. I'll just tell you. It's oh, Princess I, and the Frog. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. I was going to say like, On the Range or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess fair. and the Frog. I mean, like, they're classics yeah, yeah, with yeah, the Disney classic. princess and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, princess and the Frog. Great animation style, couple of great songs. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Right? Um, and then they went straight into computer animation in the 2010s. Yeah, I think uh, Tangled. Tangled. We're going we're gonna to sound like we actually don't know what we're saying. We've got a big list, list right in front, front of us. us. Yeah. No. Uh, so Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph, All Frozen. Yeah. I think Tangled and Frozen are the ones that like that tick that Disney princess box yeah. like crazy. But I still would say Moana that... Moana as well. I still would say that those films didn't feel like the classic Disney that we grew up with. It was yeah. definitely aimed towards our, our kids, you know? Well, let's stop some, the... Um, Tangled had musicals. Okay, I think it's along... Okay, Tangled and Frozen, yes. Yeah. They were uh, a throwback more along the lines of, like, the 1980s, little, um, The Little Mermaid and Cinderella, which is much earlier, obviously. But things like Wreck-It Ralph, uh, Big Hero 6, yeah. Zootopia, none yeah. of them had singing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's where that difference started to occur okay. a bit more often. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, and then the awful Frozen too. But I'm not going to go into that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, we're back up to Encanto, which literally just came out, and it's it's like a slap in the face of just good times from Disney. Yeah, it's definitely. I feel like they wanted, like I was saying, that they tried to recapture the magic and. Oh, get it, magic. <laughs> the magic. Oh, whoa. Yeah, the magic of. Um, well, Disney's biggest hits. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I'm, they literally, like, those ones that we know so well, Aladdin, The Lion King, they were composed by Broadway composers besides The Lion King, which was Elton John. Well, that's, oh, one, song. Song. that's one song. That's one song. And Tim Rice, who was, of course, big on Broadway. So, yeah. yeah. So she's going to say a bunch of names that I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go, oh, yeah, 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 that's pretty cool. If you couldn't guess, I'm the music the, the theatre kid out of the two of us. Yeah. Next week, we're going to start talking about some horror. Yeah, that and I, like. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, no, Encanto was great. I, I really love the art style. Art style was amazing. Um, I, the one thing I appreciate a lot, and this is, this is really hard, is that they've taken the expressions that was prevalent in uh, Moana, where they look like cartoon characters still, yeah. instead of that weird plastic look from like um uh the frozen yeah frozen right? they look like plastic dolls yeah or, or um tangled yeah. it doesn't just it doesn't look good yeah yeah i loved the the look of the hair uh, on some of the characters, it looked so great in how it moved, and of course, the I think no, I think the if you want to talk about hair, I think something beats that, and that is um, uh, what's the name the name girl main girl Mirabel Mirabel her dress her dress her dress and is perfect yeah. it is like the perfect way of uh, and I love the fact that every time a song starts taking off that she's not singing, she's doing the dances with the other stuff. Oh the yeah, other cast. especially in 
Well, okay, if we're going to talk about the dancing, we'll, we'll go into the music. Should we rate the songs or should we just talk about which what we liked about the songs? I think we should just talk about what we liked about the songs, um, uh, truthfully, because uh, we've got our favourites and yeah. like, there's a bound to be a bunch that we just don't like. Yeah, I mean... Um, so we'll talk about the first one, The Family Madrigal. It's the introduction to the actual movie itself. Yeah. And it talks a bit about uh, the history of the family, As kind of. Uh, without revealing too much, yeah. since it is the opening. Yeah. It's lighthearted and fun. It's fun. And I read or I watched a YouTube video um, that Lynn manuel wanted to do this song to introduce the characters. Um, and, you know, he had pushback saying, you can't do it. And he goes, yes, you can. Uh, we can. And we've done it before in Bell in Beauty and the Beast and when she's being introduced to the town. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, her yeah, way yeah, of yeah, introducing. Yeah. So that's how they did it. So it was a very good callback to Renaissance Dis- Disney. I'd also say that this is probably the biggest earworm song of the whole Are movie. you think? No. Big time. Literally, okay, I like, I'm gonna, we're going to go over the songs later and yeah, see what we like. Yeah. But this is the one that no matter what, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hook into my head and I'm going to start singing yeah. all the time. Uh, but it's good. It's it's really fun. It introduces the characters, like you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it's got a very upbeat vibe to it. Yeah. And it's funny. That's another another thing uh-huh. that uh, it has. Yeah. Uh, it pokes fun at the main character. Yeah, and it also it and it very much explains her her awkwardness, <laughs> who she is, um, covers the family dynamics and the roles they play within the community, and how special um, special they are. Except for Mirabelle. Except for Mirabelle. That's the joke. Yeah. Uh, the second song. Uh, which is... It's I, right in front oh, of you. Oh, sorry. Are we looking? You're making me guess. <laughs> Waiting on a Miracle. Can I say, and forgive me if I say her last name wrong, Stephanie Betri- B- Beatrice. Beatrice. That's what it says. Beatrice, um, who, you know, played Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was absolutely blown away that this girl was hitting some of these notes. It was... I was, oh, I'm trying to get my brother to watch, to listen, to watch Encanto just so he can be blown away by a voice. It's amazing. It was gentle, a great little ballad, an I wish song. The characters I wish I could, you know. Yeah, it's the, this is the dreams I have that yeah. I want. Yeah, another famous callback to 90s. Oh musical. God. This is my favorite song of the whole film. I've got. I'm a big sucker to ballads. I guess. Mm. I guess. Mm. I love the idea of um, uh, feeling bad. I guess. I love the <laughs> idea of feeling bad. I love the idea of uh, people realizing their place in the world and how they can't change it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. No, I, I do. I really do love this song. I think I, it's, a, it's my favorite of the whole thing. It is. It's um. Yeah, it's a very, very beautiful I Wish song. Uh, and the next one, Caleb, this this is not in Caleb's top five, the next song. Surface. You mean out of the nine songs? <laughs> Surface Pressure. Um, look, I'm going to be honest. It took me a bit to, it took me a couple of listens to get into the, to the song. What caught me first about this song was just the animation, I think, and just the environmental changes. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really invested in Luisa's character at that time. And hey, guess what? By the end of the movie, no one is. Yeah, I feel like even the movie forgot that her character existed. She got, she she not, she not strong no No more. more. Yep. 
Come and on. we'll just chuck her in crying in We Don't Talk About Bruno. <laughs> so, <laughs> Basically. Yeah. This is the weakest song. I the think, I the weakest song? The whole movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're probably going to go through some more. I'm going to go, no, no, that's the weakest one. But to me, I just never felt it. It wasn't good. I don't like the girl's voice. Yeah. Uh, the character's really boring. Mm. Literally the dimension of uh, the, the definition of a two-dimensional character. Yeah. She is strong. In 3D. <laughs> in 3D. So she's strong and her issue is that she knows strong. Yeah. It's really lame. Um, so, yes, Surface Pressure, sung by Jessica Darrow. It's it's a big thumbs down. This is my rating. It's a thumbs down. Really? I'm going to give it a thumbs up because I feel like it is quite catchy, especially... We've just come up with our rating system yeah, just then. Said, yeah. And, and I think it's, we're going to go in like degrees yeah. of thumb fr- placement. Well, I'm saying it's a <laughs> thumbs up because, uh, I don't know, it's just... When you watch the whole film and then you listen to that song again, you go, oh, yeah, so she's her... Because the whole... She could have carried them donkeys. No, the whole film is about family trauma. And that was her trauma was she's afraid that if she loses her strength, that that she cannot offer anything else to the family. This also feels... Let's let's go into some uh, social topics now. Oh, no. I feel you're 100% right about the whole motif of the film being family trauma. Yeah. But it's family trauma from the most privileged, bloody family ever. Yeah. They've got everything. And, like, their issues are so minor. I'm too perfect. Yeah. I'm so strong. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they who doesn't want to disappoint their grandmother though? They don't see themselves as a position of privilege. I, I get that that's I get that. That's fine. I'm just saying that it's that's why the story's not strong. There's no real trauma. There's no real like danger to any of the story. Yeah. The most dangerous part in the whole movie is when she's trying to cli- uh, climb in Bruno's cave. Yeah. Or when she's chasing him through the house, through yeah. the house yeah. and she's Bruno. dangling. Lin-Manuel, he just in everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of, we don't talk about him. Oh, we don't talk about Now, I can't believe you said waiting on a miracle for you is an earworm. So I think the whole... No, no, it's the family miracle. Oh, the fer- family My miracle. My favourite song is Waiting on a Miracle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have to say that, and I, I don't think I'm alone in saying that we don't talk about Bruno. I mean, it, the song is on the charts. Yeah, yeah. is a complete and utter... Um, you know, you, yeah, an earworm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Millennial words, earworms. Because <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say banger or something like that. Oh, banger. <laughs> is it a banger of a song? It, it's it's a good song. It's a good it's song. It's 100%. The, uh, when the mousy girl, which one's that? The mousy girl. The one that hears everything. Ah, uh, um, Dolores. I think that's her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When her part kicks in, it's probably the best because it's all, it sounds like a hip hop song at that point. Yeah. Or R&B at least. Yeah, it was definitely that part I felt was very, very Hamilton. (laughs) You reckon? It is Hamilton. That is definitely, that is Angelica just about to do Satisfied. That was the vibe of that. I get you, I get you. Um, And of course, the, the brother character doing, you know, dropping the bass with seven foot frame and rats yeah, on his back yeah. it's just like whoa that was a, a great change up uh, I love how the song starts oh god where they're literally saying look we can't talk, talk about, about this Bruno. guy listen here this is the best part and then they start going to the wedding you can tell that Pepper and Felix have just been waiting for this moment to someone to go ask about Bruno yeah, and the whole town <laughs> joins the whole, in. the whole town that family the other side of 
Mar- um, Maribel's family are just the biggest gossips. <laughs> <laughs> They've been waiting to talk about Bruno. It's a great song, and this is a song that made me really appreciate the animation, especially when it goes into uh, Mirabel's head and it's just them in a black in the black room, and it, you could just see the details in the lighting and the movement. Oh. This is also another part where I really fell in love with the movement of the dress. Yeah. Where it's Mirabelle dancing along with everyone else yeah. listening to their story. Yeah. And she's not actually taking part in it. Uh, really smart, really well made. Uh, great song in general. Yeah. Not the best, not my favorite song, yeah. but it's still really good. Yeah. How would you give your thumb? Oh, where would you tilt your thumb? I would, I would, I would tilt it to the sky. Tilt it to the sky. <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is a sky thumb. So there we go. <laughs> Alrighty, and then uh, up next, we have the song, What Else Can I Do? Uh, what Elsa Can I Do? We should. <laughs> what Elsa oh, Can God, I Do? God, what are we doing? Uh, so, yes, it's uh, the next song. It's about none other than Maribel's perfect sister. What's her name? Uh, it's not Eliza. It's Isabel. Isabel. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this? Song? I personally, I love the music. Yeah. I think it's um, the lyrics itself as well flow so perfectly. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, I can't believe they get away with using certain words. Um, like, Punciana. You don't hear Punciana very, not Punciana, it's another word. Jacaranda. Jacaranda, that's it. Jacaranda. From, we live in the tropics here in Darwin. These are normal trees for us. Yeah. So hearing Jacaranda being used in a. Um, but I like how they pronounce it, the um, Spanish pronunciation, because they're J's or H's. Or, yeah. Is it Jacaranda? She says, like, she says it with a H. Like, She's a Hacaranda. Hacaranda. Well, maybe you're right. Yeah, it sounds like that. Uh, but I, lo- I love this song, but. First, let's hear Rachel's opinion on the song. I really feel like um, this song should have... I, I feel it's really weird to be kind of the last... Like an end, like the tail end of the movie song. I don't yeah. know. It, it, I find that it was in a really weird place. So, so ignoring everything else, let's look at the song in a vacuum. Yeah. Do you like the song? Do I like this song? Um, it took me a while to get used to it, but yes. Yeah? Yeah. Do you... Do you not like? Do you, is there a song you don't like in the musical? Um, well, like I said, when I first watched this, I would say that I did not like um, "Surface Pressure" and this one. I don't like "Surface Pressure." And I, I remember thinking when I first heard this, it was like, okay, now I really feel like they just, they just need to have a quota of songs. It is a musical thing, so yeah, one hundred percent, you're right. Yeah, I feel. Like, I feel like "Surface Pressure" is the quota song. Yeah. Um. No, I've I felt. This song was the quota song. It's like, oh my gosh, ah, oh, shivers. We need to talk. Uh, we need to get the older sister's point of view. I don't know. There was a part of me going, I don't think this is the song that should be sung in this moment. Uh, well, this all goes back to my grievances with the film, where everything, like every character, is two dimensional except for a couple. Yeah. Um, this character, uh, Mirabelle's sister, is two dimensional. Yeah. 100%. She is the definition of it. It is a character that has uh, her only fault is being too perfect. Yeah. And then she realizes, no, I don't want to be perfect anymore. That's it. And it happens in a song that she, it, it everything changes in one song. It, it seems insincere. Uh, uh, that's how I feel. I like the song. Yeah. I really, really do. But I feel like the actual. Leading up to it, it's so weak. Yeah, I feel like the reason for her great realisation was quite, yeah, wasn't justified. Yeah. yeah the, the song wasn't justified for the moment. I, I totally, utterly agree with you on that. It's a good song. It's a good song. 
But I, again, I would say that you can see, uh, you know, like you were just saying, oh, my God, I can't think what you just said. What did you just say, Caleb? You were saying that it's... The, the character is two-dimensional. Two-dimensional, yeah. Um, yeah, but the characters like the other sister, they don't realise that they can be... be anything other than their grandmother's expectation. But there's no lead up to that point to show any sort of conflict. Oh yeah, you can't see the conflict. That's what I'm saying, yeah. it just happens in the songs. Yeah. Like the big muscle girl, she's got more depth than pretty girl. Yeah, all right? you, all you, the only hints that you have of Isabella maybe having hesitance is that she, like flowers pop up when she's confronted with things. Like um, when she's, the grandmother says, when are you getting married? And the cousin goes, oh, it's he's doing it tonight. She freaks out with the with the flowers popping in her yeah, ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, there's a lot of little details that I really like. I only read about it yesterday, would you believe, um, one of the ones that I liked, the sister that can hear everything, uh, the cousin. Dolores. Dolores. Uh, I saw a video of uh, every time there's a round of applause, because her hearing is so pronounced, she just flicks her fingers together. Yeah. There's like little details like that are amazing. That's what I absolutely... Uh, also with the fireworks too. Also, um, I know we already talked about it, but in We Don't Talk About Bruno, the reason why she's whispering it as well is because she can hear things so loudly. Mm. Yeah, and it's so great. And it, even in the music in Bruno with that Dolores character, it's low and just... Uh, or, uh, or not... <laughs> Acoustic, yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Anyway, I like the song. I like the song. I think its placement in the movie is really weird. Yeah, it's a weird placement. Um, I think like a lot of the story is... like I keep saying this, but the story isn't great. No. It's serviceable. Yeah. Uh, there is zero conflict in this film. Yeah. All of it is uh, people upset from a very privileged place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they are like the centerpiece of the family. They get magic powers. No one else does. Yeah, but like I said before, they don't see it as well. They see it as a gift, but they think it's a, not a curse. It's more like we have been given this, so we have it's to. A burden. Work. It's a burden. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's not no, a but gift. That, that's the thing. They don't. The only people who think it's a burden are two, and it's the two sisters. Everyone else is cool. The whole family is like, oh, no, rain, rains on me, but I control the weather. Yeah, That's all right. But I mean, and the mother can, what, make biscuits and the, food that cures people? But that's, there's no burden. That's just the status quo. I mean, if that's the way things are, why would you challenge the perception of it? The, 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 so that's what I'm getting at. The story is kind of all over the place. There's zero conflict. And yeah. the only people that actually have an issue with their powers are Mirabelle's two sisters. I would also say Bruno has a problem. Uh, yeah. Okay, three. You're yeah. right. You're 100% right. Yeah. But everyone else, they're cool. Well, we, we they don't go too much in depth about it. But, I mean, if you really think about each of their powers, like, poor them. You know what? This is a good – because, truthfully, we only got, like, what, two more songs to yeah, cover? Yeah. And they're um, eh, they're fine. They're fine. What? It, uh, it's all of you. It's the one where they're rebuilding the, the house, house yeah. at the end. It's the end song. Yeah, it's, 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 it's nice. It's, it's meant nice. to be. It's a throwback to the first song, so yeah. we don't really need to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and um, then there's just like just musical background stuff. Yeah. That was it. Dos. Dos 
Oryguitis. Yeah, the two little butterflies or caterpillars or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful song that's played where... It's in Spanish. In Spanish, yes. And it's a song that is played, of course, when Mirabel and her abuela are are reconciling and we get the the backstory of how the miracle was created. Uh, Through bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Through uh, the magic of love, okay. <laughs> magic of but it's for a be- no reason. It's a beautiful. Out of um, most of the um, in language songs that are sung throughout this um, movie, I do like this one the most. It's just beautiful. It's gentle. It's very, very loving. It's background noise. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I feel it's just background. It's just a song that's there. <sighs> it's fine. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, look, the songs are great. Yeah. We we both love them, uh, most of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get like uh, the thumbs up rule, right? Yeah. I'd give the soundtrack, the main songs, a solid thumbs up. Yeah, a solid uh, I really, thumbs really up. Really, really enjoy it. The, it's great. I would say that the story, I will agree with you, isn't the strongest. No. The strongest story. It's a beautiful story, and I, I'm sure everyone out there can relate to generational trauma. Yeah, well, obviously. An expectation. As millennials, we have to blame our elders. Yeah, for stuff like that. (laughs) But um, I would, yeah, the story-wise, I wasn't, yeah, maybe I was looking for a bit more adventure and... I think a clear villain was necessary. There's just, it's too low stakes. Yeah. Like, oh no, there's people living in paradise have to face the real world. Yeah, well, this is what I where my head was in regards to um, what else can I do, it was like, oh, we've got Lin-Manuel to write a Disney movie. Uh, We've got him as the composer. We're just going to throw songs that make no sense. Like, that doesn't fit. Like, Mm. these sound great. These are amazing. And they sort of tell the story, but it's like we actually just want to help this man get an Oscar so he can be an e-godder. This is literally what it. You think so? Yeah, he is one away. This movie is, is he gonna, really? He is one. He is I on guess Oscar you're right. Grammys and all that. Yeah, all yeah. The rest so of he's it. this is he's he's, he's going to get the ego. Uh, probably. I mean, that's why he's been constantly thrown. Disney wants an Oscar, like crazy. They had the um, wasn't this year or the, it might have been the year before. Disney petitioned and pushed to have an Academy Award available at the Oscars. For um, most popular picture, yeah, do you remember that? And it was immediately like hundreds of, a hundred, huge outcry from people. Yeah, and they had to remove the uh, the process I, for it. Isn't that that they want the Disney wants their movies not to be just in the animated category? They want to go for best picture. Yeah, no, they don't want. If they want to go for best picture, they got to stop stop pumping out crap for a start. Yeah. Uh, we, we ain't going to get sponsored by Disney. We ain't no, no. Um, they're going to stop pumping up the bottom line. Yeah. Um, stop aiming at uh, just the general audience, uh, I feel, because I, I'm, I'm not one of these people out there uh, that is, how can I say this? I've got Marvel fatigue. Yeah. Right? And Disney st- and Star Wars, they're all the same stuff to me. Yeah. It's just this big blur of content. It's no longer art. Mm. It was when people start using the word content for their th- the things that they create and the artistic uh, endeavors that they pursue, you stop looking at things properly. You stop trying to craft something. You start trying to just push things out. And that's how I feel Disney has been for the last decade. Yeah. Right? 
Um, have they? Do you think Disney has put out anything? Like if an if artistic merit? Yeah, if they're in the an- animation, do you think there's in the last ten years there's been anything from Disney that is worthy to go into a best picture category, not best animated? Uh, so we went over the movies earlier. I think best okay, best picture. Holy crap! Yeah, this is really difficult for yeah. me. Yeah. Because there's no way that Frozen would ever get into a best picture category. It's no, best no. animation. Yeah, totally no. understandable. All right, Rachel, would you believe it? But I actually have a list right in front of me of all the Disney things. We totally didn't stop this recording. No, no we totally didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're just going to go over the last decade-ish. Not everything, obviously. There's no. way too much. It's the big releases. And uh, discuss what was great from Disney yeah. that you, we think – is Academy Award worthy and what isn't? Yep. All right? Just the big ones because there's the, a lot, the, man. The Disney does pump them out, yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Wreck-It Ralph. It was Academy Award nominee uh, for Best Animated Feature. Yeah. If it's on TV, I might stop and watch it for a little bit, but... It's not that great. I, didn't, I, I haven't bought it on any of my devices. Let's put it that way. I am an avid reader and one of my favorite books is something called Ready Player One. Right, and it's filled with references. Let me just say, it's not my f- it's not my favorite because it's good. It's one of my favorites because of how awful it is. Yeah, it is an example of not of how not to write. Yeah, and just terrible every. It's got the biggest Mary Sue character in the world as well, mm. the main character. It references everything like a Wikipedia page. Wreck It Ralph feels like that. Okay, yeah, right? <laughs> it is nothing but references. Like who? Oh, look, it's. Ken from Street Fighter. Yeah. There he is. It's Disney going, this is all the properties we own, people. <laughs> <laughs> we paid money to get these figures on screen. That's Pay us how now. powerful we are. Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. No. No, I enjoyed that film, though. I haven't watched it because I feel like they were banking on some wicked hype. You reckon? Yeah. It was, like, Wicked brought The Wizard of Oz to yeah. a new l- lot of audiences. I, I really like this film. Oh, I'll have to give it a watch. James Franco. James Franco, but it's directed by... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill myself later. Not Burton. No, it's directed by one of my favourite directors. And I'm going to... Hang on, hang on a we're, moment. We're just going to... Sam Raimi. Oh, of course. From of... of the Evil Dead That's right. movies. My favourite films of all time. And also the brother of um, Jocks of the Mighty. I am a big Xena fan. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> uh, Monsters University, another anime film. Uh, this is Pixar. So every time we see Pixar, we just got to discount it. Yeah, no. Because that's not Disney. Yeah. They, they've di- Pixar has proven themselves enough to actually separate themselves from the Disney stronghold. Yeah. Uh, so Monsters University guess what that movie sucked yeah <laughs> not a fan uh, I'm going to skip those ones there yeah. we're doing Fucking, animation not live oh, action a bit of everything as well okay a bit so. of everything Frozen Academy uh, Award worthy what do you reckon uh, it was a great you know uh, it was nice it was different they were trying to go back to their some ha- nice songs there were some nice songs I would have to say that that movie was purely made, another wicked reference, for Idina Menzel to do her belter and let yeah, it go. Yeah. That is literally it. it. I love that they gave my favourite character from the Book of Mormon a leading role. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. but jo- Josh Gad? 
Yeah, Josh Gad. That's yeah. him. Yep, as as Olaf. Of Olaf, yeah. I can just watch anything of him. He's, he's great. But it introduced me to um, Kristen Bell being able to sing very good Disney princess voice. Uh, she's a living Disney princess, I really feel. She's yeah. the looks. Um, we'll keep going through some more things that we re- recognise. Uh, big Hero 6 was another big one. Yeah, that was great. Um, that was fine. That was fine, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, moving on. Uh, the live-action Cinderella. Gosh, no, I haven't watched it. I know that Rob Stark's in it. <laughs> he's, he's Prince Charming, but no. Uh, here's one. Okay, it's a Pixar movie. It won Academy Award for Best Animated Picture, in, Inside Out. Pixar, we're discounting it, but what did you think of the film? Um, I liked it, but it, again, because it, I'm old school Disney, give me musicals, and it wasn't a musical. I mean, it's a beautiful story that helps kids identify emotions. Sure. Yeah. I agree. I think it's it's a lovely film. I don't like the uh, the the plot outside of the body. Yeah, because it's this rich kid moving to the most expensive city in the world, San Francisco, San Francisco eh? to oh, live yeah. in, and she's having issues moving. That's yeah. it. Oh, it's traumatizing oh, for God. everyone. Anyway, moving on. Zootopia. Yeah, sure. I love the film. Yeah. I mean, I like detective stories. So. <laughs> It's it's a fun film. It's a fun film. Yeah. Uh, won Academy Award for Best Picture. Do you reckon it's worth it? Oh, it depends on what else was it was going up against that uh, year. We're, we are we're, too lazy to look. look yeah. Um, the Jungle Book live action. No. The, the, it was the, fine. It's fine. It was average. It was average. All right. <laughs> Finding Dory. Uh, nah, it didn't have the same magic as the first one. I hated this film. Yeah. I find it to just be a waste of time. Yeah. Pixar has a lot of issues with sequels. Yeah. Everyone's like, but Toy Story, people forgetting Toy Story 2 exists. Toy Story 2 was great. But in comparison to the first, it is a terrible film. It is just pure. I don't like it. Toy Story 3 is great. It's got that emotional hook. Fun story. How is Jesse's heartbreak not like, does not move me, move you? It doesn't because it's a new character that I don't care about. Oh my god! It's not until Toy Story three that you get the heartbreak of it. Of when they're holding hands before they're yeah, sort of going. That's a great moment. Or letting go, having to let go of your past. The whole point of Jesse in that second one, I can't believe (laughs) this is our debate. Anyway, Toy Story two sucks. Rachel thinks I'm wrong. Yeah, he is very wrong. Uh, let's skip the BFG because that movie was terrible. Queen of Catway, I think, is a film that should have been nominated for Academy Award. I haven't seen it, so I'm mm. going to take your word for it's, it. It's a great film about like um, uh, poverty of certain countries of Africa and trying to improve yourself. Yeah. And the, the, the worst thing is that the ending, the takeaway is they're still poor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Moana. Um. It's a fun film, and I, when it first came out, I did have the soundtrack on repeat. So, as in best animated or best well, it was a, picture? It was nominated for best animated, but do you think it's worthy of Academy Award? No. No. Uh, no, not really. No. But it's fun. It's a fun film. It's a really film. good film. It's, and the knowing that The Rock is making fun of himself in the movie is also great. Yes, I, I agree. Um, alrighty. <laughs> Let's, okay, we're moving more closer to modern times. Yeah. And this is where we start... The full Disney, like, man, they're just pumping out a lot of crap now. Beauty and the Beast live action. No. This is, okay, so I'm not going to use a specific word, but it's the destruction of our youth. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, 
I just really think Disney, and I know I'm not the only one who thinks that Disney should just not touch the yeah, Renaissance. All IPs, yeah. yeah, they're not at all. Um, I mean, I get it. They were they were banking on Emma Watson being the biggest book nerd in history with playing Hermione Granger, and they thought she would transfer uh, transfer because she's such a great actress, isn't she? Yeah, what? Well, uh, yeah, she's not the strongest. No, no, yeah. But yeah, Belle is such an iconic character, and they really, oh, yep. Yeah. yeah. No, no, not at all. Uh, I'm going to skip the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Uh, Cars 3. That's Pixar. It's a Cars film. Well, yeah, that's not to our demographic. <laughs> no. Coco. Yeah, it was beautiful. One I, best anime picture. Um, I cried at the end. Very much so. It hit Why? me. In. Oh, because at the end of uh, the very last song, the the grandmother, is, when she's a ghost, mm-hmm. is standing with her family and hugging them again. Yeah, they sing "Remember Me." Yeah, remember me. Uh, or after that, when they're it's when they're having the celebration. Don't make me sing the song. No, I know every song off by heart, even in it's Spanish. It's the last one, anyway. No, something. My familiar. <laughs> Yeah, or something where we're together forever or yeah. something like, oh, my gosh. I just, first time yeah, I saw that, I cried. I love Coco. I think it's deserving Academy Award. Yeah. It, I, I think it's Coco. I, I prefer Coco more than Encanto. But it's just I've seen Coco 30 times. And I, I would hate to say it. I probably prefer Coco over Moana as well. Oh, I agree. Because there was depth. Yeah, it's not just that. It's the visuals of it. Oh, the visuals as like well as a, a good story. Yeah. It was Fantastic. Um, and the music is natural. Yeah. Because it's all about music. Yeah. It's not like ham pushed it. Like even Encanto, the music is not natural, but it's still good. Yeah. But Coco, it's about music. Yeah. So, yeah, Pixar, they they do their job. The Incredibles 2, another Pixar thing. Okay. It, Nominated for Academy Award. Yeah. Nope. It's a good movie, though. I disagree. Okay. I hate this film. All right. I like one a lot. I think part two is trash. Why? Uh, we... We said we wouldn't talk about this type okay. of stuff on the we're, we're, we're not. Uh, Personally, it's because of how far they changed the characters. Mm. Um, it's just an about face of everything that was built up in the first one, Yeah, and which I really didn't like. The story is super weak. You can see the villain coming a mile away. Yeah, uh, The villain sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole point of the first one was them trying to fight for their right to use their powers. The second one is them trying to say, we don't want to use our powers anymore. We just want to be normal. So like, what was the point of the first movie? Yeah. I don't like it at all. I would lo- say the animation in it was fantastic. I love that look of it. The look, I love the look of the... The 1950s the, look of the Incredibles. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. The animation's great. Yeah. But in the end... Story-wise, no. It's uh, not worthy of an Academy. I'm not a fan. Mary Poppins Returns. Gosh, Speaking no. of Lin-Manuel. Well, yeah. God. No, I mean... Gosh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, and I wouldn't. I, I don't. don't I, I can't. Do, I can't even believe that Emily Blunt. Who's the Who's Mary Poppins in the first one? Elizabeth Taylor. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you? It's Elizabeth Taylor, isn't it? It's Lin Manuel Miranda, isn't it? No, I'm saying like knowing who made that role iconic and going, oh yeah, I will play her in a sort of sequel. Yeah. It's oh my god, the pressure that poor woman had. Uh, and there's no Dick Van Dyke doing a terrible English accent. Yeah, a Cockney accent. A, co- a Cockney accent, are you? So definitely no. 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 It's bad. Dumbo. No. No. We just might as well just watch Operation Dumbo drop. Yeah. yeah. 
Keep going. Aladdin, the live action. Uh, it out of all the live actions, it's probably one of the better ones. I think the li- I think the Jungle Book is one of, is the best of the live actions. Yeah, because it's it's kind of it's not offensive. It it's what it is. Aladdin is my favorite Disney film of all of all time. Uh, and all the songs yeah. and all that stuff. It's what I grew up with. Yeah. right? everyone's growing up with a animated film that they love. Aladdin is mine. Yeah. This was awful. Yeah. This was No, I can um, understand it was that. Like a slap in my face to my youth. Yep. Didn't like it. Uh Will Smith had huge shoes. Oh god, Robin Williams. To, yeah, to go up against. I mean, good on him for making a, a good attempt. So here's the issue is that Rob, a lot of the jokes in the Robin Williams one were done off the cuff. Yeah, you can tell. It was totally improvised. It's Robin Williams being yeah. Robin Williams. And he's like my one of my idols as a youth. Will Smith used to be an idol from what? Back in the day of the, the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. But he's, all of his jokes are pre-written out. They don't sound natural. No. And they're I, stiff. He was very stiff and he didn't look very enthused to do the role. No. At, at all. Well, he was kind of dealing with some personal oh, issues yeah. at the time. And when your wife says that on <laughs> an international platform. <laughs> She's dating her son's... What was again? Oh, no. It wasn't as something like she she could never love Will Smith as much as she ever loved Tupac or something along the lines of that. It was also her admitting that she was in an open relationship. Yeah, yeah. And, and that she was like lusting after her. Let's yeah, and like, anyway, anyway, we're talking about Disney and that is not a Disney topic to be talking about. <laughs> um, we've also got... Oh, uh, Lady and the Tramp. This is the Disney no. Plus's first push. Yeah. I've never seen it. No, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Frozen 2. No, the story was weak and atrocious. The story sucked. The songs were bad. The songs were horrendous. I couldn't think of... Oh, the... They've got that one where they've got the moan, the wailing moan. Yeah, which is nice. No, do you know why I don't like it? What? It sounds like the opening to Just Around the River, Ben, Pocahontas. Oh, really? Ah, just Around the River. Ah. I was going to say, I like that song because um, it introduced me to Rachel Evan Wood's voice, who plays the mother. And I, she was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like against Idina Manzel, like she was holding her <laughs> own. Like she was better than Idina. In, in, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Like I think so, anyway. Uh, Onward, I've never seen this. Never film. seen it. You know why? It's a Pixar movie. Oh. It's supposed to be really, really good. Guess what? what? It's very. Uh, oh, it, it just feels yeah. like a, a movie not catered to the world, like a world audience. Yeah, feels very niche. Americana. Okay. Yeah. Like, at least Frozen 2 is like a, a culture that is different than, like, Americana. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. What uh, else have we got? Uh, Hang Hamilton. On, just uh, we're going to skip Hamilton. Mulan. Look, we all knew... <laughs> <laughs> we all knew that... Because, you know, back in the day, Mulan didn't take off very Guess well in China. Guess what my second favourite animated Disney <laughs> film is? It's Mulan, everyone. Um, yes, the only thing I wished... When I first saw the trailer to this, the hair on my arm, like, went up when I heard the opening bars of Reflection. I... Sorry, keep going. No, so I thought, okay, I know what, they're they're not going to sing the songs. Okay, I'm totally down for that. They're just going to play the orchestra the instrumental versions of that. That's what I was hoping. They did not do that. And I was so disappointed. Yeah, no, I had the opposite reaction when I saw the trailer. 
I have seen what Disney has been doing with their live action stuff. And when I saw the live action trailer for Mulan and how they're trying to push that wuxia stuff. Yeah. Because they're aiming it like this is before the China lockdown occurred. Yeah. Where China just stopped accepting Western stuff. Everything was aimed at China. Mm. This was crazily accepted in China. Guess what? Chinese people didn't like it uh, because it doesn't tell the story that they wanted. Yeah. Supposedly. Um, and Western audiences didn't like it because it verges so far away from the original Mulan, which is not even the original, the original story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It verges so far away from the Disneyfied version that it it's awful. Yeah, yeah. It was the bloody songs. Like the only highlight part for me in that movie was yes, the the notes of reflection and honor to us all, and that brief hmm. appearance of Mimwa, um, Mingwa. I don't know. Who voice Mulan in sure. the Disney version? But that's it. Other than that, it was a disappointing movie. It was and a hugely disappointing. Movie. Animation totally worth an Oscar. The live action, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Mulan, it, it, it's it's not even a disappointment. No, because I expected it. Yeah, yeah. The bar was so low for me that I tripped over it. <laughs> Let's go over the next one. Raya and the Last Dragon came out last year. Ah, um, uh, based on Southeast mythology. Uh, which is a huge amount of mythology to cover, considering that South Asia is like thirty or forty, 40 countries. countries. Yeah, they yeah they were broad. Um, look, they were fun. It was a fun little movie, but it wasn't Oscar worthy. But very good on Disney for you know making their first lesbian movie though. Good on the House of Mouse. Is it? It's not. But come on, have you watched that? I mean, it's about uh, probably you're probably right. Uh, Soul. Came out before. That is Academy Award worthy. It won an Academy Award for Best Picture. Didn't watch it, but I'll take your word. Beautiful film. Yep. All right. I, you got to watch it. It's got Tina Fey in it for crying out loud. I know. But yeah. Uh, Soul is great. That, that deserves an Academy Award. Guess what? It's Pixar. That's right, Disney. Pixar are your breadwinners <laughs> here. Ryan Last Dragon. I liked it. It was fine. It was a fun, um, fun movie. Uh, and this is where I think... No, it was a bit back, actually. I think um, at the turn of 2020, animated films and films aimed at, uh, and even shows aimed at a younger demographic started to push one emotional trigger for mm. people. Um, that being a moralistic take, sorry, yeah. I should say. So it's tried to push one more uh, specific moral, which I think is fine the first time, yeah. but not every time. And that's being different is okay. Yeah. I'm sick of that. Yeah. I'm so sick of the, um, like, it's just, it's just lame. Well, who cares? We get it. Well done. There's a, there's a clap for you. Because being different is okay is something that everything has done forever. It's not unique. I was going to say all Disney movies are about being different. No, but it's about, oh, look, Ryan and Last Dragon, it's about um, doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? That's a little bit different. Soul is, I'm not going to even look at that. We're going to go back further. Uh, Frozen 2 and Frozen. Being different is okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the moral. Toy Story 4. We skipped over that. Being different is okay. It's, is that what? I haven't seen it Frozen. Is, it's, it's literally about the four. Oh, it's the, about the, the four. Kids thing. I it's about being it. different and being, that being okay. Wreck-It Ralph. Being different is okay. Being different is okay. okay. My God, who cares? <laughs> All right, so that's our thoughts on... Uh... <laughs> oh, we got a couple more quickly. Okay, okay. We got Cruella, Cruella. Haven't seen it. But Never going to watch it. Yeah, but I've been okay. recommended to see it. Emma Stone's it. great. 
Is Emma Stone? It's Emma Stone. I don't care. Yep. I don't care about this film. Uh, Luca. I've heard things, but I haven't watched it yet. I love it. It is literally the Studio Ghibli version of uh, Pixar, and um, they need to make more Luca stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It is so good. Uh, Encanto. Do you reckon it's worthy of an Academy Award? No. The music will I think win. The music, will win, the music definitely uh, will win. But no, it's uh, probably for animation as well. Animation's amazing. Yeah, the animation, what they did in animation wise, totally will win it. Yep, Encanto is definitely going to get song and best animation. And there we have it. That's. That's our opinions of the last decade of Disney. Disney. And our opinion on uh, Disney's Encanto. I'm going to add one extra thing because I just realized we actually never broached on it whatsoever. And that is my favorite character of the whole movie. What is your favorite character first? Of the whole movie? The whole film. I was going to go over and say, let's talk about each one's abilities. Yeah. But you just have to watch the movie truthfully. Yeah. You get an idea. There's a lady with weather. Someone can hear very well. Um, Something can metamorphosize into other things. That is a cool thing. Um, Kid with animals. The fav- my favorite character. I really like the house. Damn it, that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, was, uh, this is going to be like a catch twenty two question. Yes, the house is the best it's character. It's the best character in the, the whole thing. The fact that there is a scene when she gets Bruno's glass plate. And then she's trying to rearrange it on the table after the song, We Don't Talk About Bruna, and her father runs in. And she quickly tries to cover it up on the bench, and she doesn't get far enough, so the bench quickly waddles behind her. That's the best. I love, no, I loved it. I also loved how that the tower is coming down and the, the furniture rushing yeah. to protect her. It's the best character. Go figure. The best character doesn't even have a speaking line. No, but it's very it's very charming, yeah. Yeah, So uh, I agree. Uh, um, we were going to end it, but I have to put my two cents in <laughs> in regards to the power and you saying that they're privileges. But the auntie character, Peppa, like her emotions are constantly on display. She can never have a moment oh, yeah, of privacy. No kidding. Like that. Imagine if she's in the bedroom with her husband. Well, yeah. What happens? <laughs> and like, if she's not satisfied, everyone will know. She will never be satisfied. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, I I imagine like the the boy that can change his appearance. Like, what if he gets to a point of changing so much that he doesn't know what he naturally looks like? I don't I don't think so because he's like he's got his neutral state. What does he experience when he changes bodies yeah, as well? that's what that's I want to know. That's a question. I wonder if the little boy, because he's very young, so they're, they're about five years of age. Would you say they go through? About six or seven. No, it was, um, it was a specific day, like on their fifth birthday or something like or something that. Something like that. So yeah. he's still quite young, and now he can talk to animals. I was like... Do you well, get any privacy? Yeah. Are you okay with well, that? that? Yeah, privacy. Or do you reach a point where you can't even understand... The, lang- the human language that is like I only can constantly hear animals there, I think the worst would have to be the listening girl yeah she's got the worst ability because you can just hear everything forever forever yeah loudly yeah. and clearly that sucks uh, but the two powers that I think have uh, three that have zero repercussions is the strength one that's all self-inflicted her mental struggle yeah, that she mental. has uh, that one the pretty girl yep uh, perfection. Yeah. Like her ability is to make flowers. She's like her and her auntie are practically gods. Yeah. They are gods. Yep. And the mother who can heal anything. The thing is, can she heal herself though? 
I'm assuming. Well, we don't know. So yes, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, if it's it's the magic's in the food, right? Yeah. So it's not in her. Well, there's something she's doing to it. Yeah. So I'm assuming that it's the magic once it's done is in the food. Yeah. And that whoever eats it, whoever, including herself, yeah, is healed. What does it heal? Yeah. Does it heal aging? Yeah. Does it does it cause immortality? Does it cause does it kill you? Yeah. <laughs> does it cause cure cancer? See? Is These are the questions that Encanto imposes like, on us as a civilization. Could you imagine that th- those characters, I mean they're all happy and nice, but they could be awesome villains. Oh man. Man, this could be a great Incredibles 4. Yeah. 4. Oh. 2 3 3. three. Yes, no, they'd be they'd be fantastic villains. Yeah, and they sing and dance as well. And they sing and dance. The vi- the Disney villains have the best songs, I think. Go on. What do you mean? Well, which ones? Uh, be prepared. Poor unfortunate soul. <sighs> Hellfire. Poor unfortunate soul. Uh, Ursula. You know, I I really hate My Little Mermaid. Is it My Little Mermaid? It's the Little <laughs> Mermaid. <laughs> I don't like my the Little Mermaid, yeah. so I'm going to take your word for that one. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Be prepared. Be prepared. That's a great song. Sure. Uh, Tim Curry. That's Scar. Oh my God. What? Jeremy Irons. No, it's not. It's Jeremy Irons. Is it's it Scar. really? It's Jeremy Irons. I'm belt you up if you're He's right. He's asking if. Oh my God. Tim Who Curry. This is, is a I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to admit this. Scar. I grew up watching Rocky Horror Picture Show. God damn. Who's Tim Curry? Tim Curry was the voice of Hex. In um, Fern Gully, and also you know it, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Obviously, Clueless. Ah, uh, no, Clue. I always thought it was Tim Curry as Scar. My mind is being blown. No. I always knew he was in the Wild Thornberries. Um, this is news to me. Anyway, thank you. On, on that note, we're oh going God. to end it. So I hope you enjoyed. This is just filler yeah. with me, Rachel, and Kayla. Literally talking. just filler. Just filler. Literally just filler. Sorry, this is our first episode. Uh, and yeah, hopefully you can join us again when we're going to talk about, I think, books. Can I don't know, something lame. Yeah. Something some- really lame. <laughs> something that, like you're going to listen to this podcast and go, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, exactly. Why am I listening to filler? <laughs> anyway, thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. This is Calum. And Rachel. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>